Welcome back. Welcome back to another soul driven discussion. Thank you so much for being here. My name is Anna Hendricks, a spiritual guide, Akashic Soul Channel, and of course, your host. What's up? What's up? What's up? I'll, I'll tell you what's up, <laughs> or at least I'll tell you what's up on my end. My end is that it does not feel like basically still the first week of December. It feels like December is almost over. It feels like Christmas is going to be here any any minute. It's so bizarre how almost as soon as we stepped into December, I felt like we were stepping many weeks into December. I've kind of had to like shake myself out a couple of times just looking at the date. It's like like this happened to me just a few days ago and I was like it's it's only the 4th. What? It feel it, it felt like the 15th. Like I don't know. I know that there's um, a lot of solar flares that are hitting our planet right now. I know the Schumann resonance has been like off the charts and I don't fully understand what's going on, but there's definitely really something weird with time. And I'm curious if you have been experiencing that at all. I know I was just talking about it with a friend of mine who was feeling very similarly to me, but it's, it's just weird. It's just weird. Y'all, <laughs> what can you say? I don't think that anyone's ever going to fully understand these types of things like while we're in a human body, you know, like once we kind of pass on and we're able to look back or pass on and step out of a human body so that we can fully understand, I don't even know, right? But I do know it's just, it's this, we're in this in-between time right now of, of 2023 and 2024 and we're very much in the shadow for the upcoming Mercury retrograde, which kicks off next week. And in addition, Neptune went direct. And Neptune is, <laughs> it is my least favorite planet. And it's my least favorite planet because it's murky and it's hard to see. And Neptunian transits can feel like you are just floating out in the ether. And or you're thinking something is something that it isn't. Um, you know, it's like you, you look at something and you think like, oh, this is a frog, but really it's like a bull. <laughs> it's a really weird example, but suffice it to say, it's like, here we are in this in between time of 2023 wrapping up and then 2024. And then we've got this like strange energy of, you know, the upcoming Mercury retrograde, where you know everything's going to be kind of grinding to a slower halt and the Neptune stuff. So please be so kind to yourself right now. If you have a ton of things to do and you're feeling like you can't get any of it done, please just do one thing at a time. Try to focus on one thing at a time. And look, the best thing that you can do for yourself is ground, 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 ground. Get outside, go for walks if you can, even in the middle of the day, in the evening, whatever. Um, you know, uh, work with stones. Like right now, I literally put a big black tourmaline in my lap as soon as I sat down just to help me ground into where I'm at. And I've also got bracelets on and a necklace on that are also helping me ground. I already went out for a hike this morning. It snowed, it snowed. It was so fun. I woke up and it was snowing and I was like, oh, I have to get outside. <laughs> I didn't even like take the time to like meditate and do my morning stuff because like I just wanted to get outside. <laughs> and I had such a blast. You know, my inner child just wanted to go and I was like, let's do it. <laughs> 
But, you know, since I've come back, like I've had to ground back into my body. I took a nice, you know, really warm shower, those sorts of things, and ate some really good food. You know, eating good grounding winter food like potatoes and uh, root vegetables and meat and these kinds of things are going to be really helpful for grounding as well. There's unlimited ways in which to ground. So, you know, if you aren't sure what to do, jump on Google. How do I ground? And it'll bring up tons of ideas. Okay. But that's really going to be very helpful for this month. And also educate yourself, you know, educate yourself by checking out some astrology podcasts or Obviously, hello, the Akashic, the December Akashic forecast episode, you know, tune into that, listen to how I break it down on the other side, just to kind of bring it home for you, you know, whatever the case may be. The astrology podcast is one of my favorites that I just, I listen to every month. I'm a big fan. We geek out hard and they really break it down for you. It's why it's a much longer podcast, but, um, you know, the, the astrology and the way it's working this month is it's really going to, like the first part of this month is actually like considered to be the better part of the month. And then things are going to get really murky when we get into this Mercury retrograde. So just prepare, you'll be fine. And if you focus on grounding and taking your time instead of trying to like fly through and do all of the things that make it all done, that's where you'll suffer, okay? So if you find yourself suffering, pull it back, pull it back, pull it back. Take everything off your plate that you can. Just stay simple this month, you know, stay really, really simple, all right? And yeah, be kind to yourself, please. All right, I didn't intend on talking about that so much, but, you know, I feel called and that's that's where the guides took us. So light language, the unfolding of light language. So right off the bat, I have to share with you that this is a topic. There's several topics within the spiritual community that I consider to be very like poppy, you know, kind of like pop music. It's like they're very trendy and everybody's talking about them and, you know, things like star seeds and twin flames and like all this stuff. And I'm very hesitant about diving into these topics because any any topic that I bring to you and bring to this podcast, I want to have a real discussion about it. You know, I, I want it to be grounded. I want it to be practical. I want those who have no understanding of a particular topic to be able to grasp it. And then those who potentially know about it, you know, just to like be able to take it that much deeper and learn more. And also because this is my podcast, I feel a responsibility to bring you people or discuss topics that are, that are, gosh, what do I even want to say here? (sighs) That will improve your life in one way or another that are legitimate, that are, you know, it's kind of like when I offer someone a recommendation or when I recommend like a service or product, a person, like it's serious. I don't do that just a willy nilly. Like that's not the type of person I am. And Light language has become one of these topics that is so trendy that it's just, you know, it's been lost in the ether. And my interaction with light language has not been great. There's actually outside of my beautiful friend who I'm going to talk about just a moment, but there's only really been like one, maybe two other people that I have really connected with their light language. And I've heard a lot of light language. 
Unfortunately, I feel like in the spiritual community, there's a lot of people who kind of start with something and then kick off with it and like just throw it out there to make money on it to, you know, push out to the masses. And it's not, it's not genuine. It's not grounded. It's not rooted into whatever it is that they're discussing or sharing. And, you know, this is going to be a big topic for us moving into 2024 and forward in regards to using our discernment and really questioning the things that come into our space. You know, is this, is this for me? Does this resonate with me? Does this feel like truth to me? You know, asking these questions because spirituality, the discussion of spirituality is only going to increase on this planet as this, as what is happening on our, on our planet becomes more difficult. And in that there's going to be a lot of charlatans. There already are, but like these things are just going to grow, you know, and and we can't like poo-poo just the spiritual community. This happens in every, every industry out there, like every industry out there. You know, when I was a marketer, I mean, good gosh, I don't think I ever had a prospect come to me ever or ever spoke with one who hadn't been royally screwed over by someone else at one point in time or another. We have to be diligent and we have to, you know, be responsible about what we open our energy up to and who we allow into our energy and all of that. And so my friend, Micaiah, it was so cool for me to start seeing her sharing about light language a few months ago. Micaiah and I met in my beginner Akashic course. She came in with the understanding of energy, of working with energy. She had already kind of been doing work within this realm. And so it was a lot more like, you know, the Akasha made a lot more sense to her than it did to me. And we actually got hooked up towards the very beginning. We read for each other and that was how our friendship kind of started. And, you know, we, we've just, we have stayed in contact over the years and, you know, shared things. We've done readings for each other. We've exchanged services. We've, you know, we, we talk about our craft and it was so cool for me to see this. I hadn't spoken with Micaiah since earlier this year, actually. And so I wasn't in her life when this, when light language really started stepping forward for her, but I love Micaiah. I know her heart and I trust her authenticity. And so it was like, girl, we got to talk about light language because I want to learn about this from you. So I'm very excited to dive into today's topic. Micaiah is uh, from Denmark and, you know, English is not her first language. And she also, I think, has the soul of an angel. She is so soft-spoken. <laughs> and so... You'll have to just be patient with us in this process and in this discussion. I think it was really funny because, you know, I'm all fire and, and intensity. And especially when I get excited about a topic, I'm like, ah, let's dive in. You know, like I want to talk and talk and talk. And she's so calm and cool and grounded. And <laughs> so I had to apologize a couple of times because I interrupted her without, of course, intending to. But it was just you know, I get excited. I'm like a little kid. I'm like, ha, 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 ha. tell me more, tell me more. Right. Okay. I'm giving away too much. So before we dive in, I have some amazing announcements with you and please make sure you're on my email list. Cause there's a lot happening this month and some really cool stuff that is coming forward. So, all right. So first of all, please know that gift cards are available. If you would like to give you know, the gift of an Akashic soul reading or restoration session or something of that nature, 
feel free to just reach out to me and contact me. Um, and we can hook you up with a beautiful gift card for a loved one. Also, if you have been wanting to book an Akashic reading with me, please know that I'm booking out about a month, month and a half ahead of time right now. So you're going to want to jump in there if, if you're feeling called to do so. In addition, I still am, I still have a waiting list for the illumination and illumination and clearing sessions. (laughs) It's still available on my website. If you want to join the waiting list, it doesn't cost you anything. These sessions sold out within four days and I'm still kind of contemplating if I'm going to take on more or not. I opened up one more. I think I may open up just a few more. I, I want to be mindful of my energy here, but these are amazing sessions that are part Akashic soul reading and part Akashic restoration session. So jump on my website. Everything is going to be there underneath events. So that's where all the information is. And you can learn more about that. I don't want to spend all this time talking about these things. So just go there to check it out. If you would like to have your own personalized Akashic forecast for the year and a beautiful energetic clearing that is in your highest and best. And what's really cool is like you can utilize that throughout the year to come, okay? Um, This Friday, tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow is the 2024 Astrological and Akashic Forecast Gathering. I am co-hosting this with Stevie Kalista, who I've had on this podcast a few times. She is an evolutionary astrologer. She is phenomenal. We are going, this is a live taping of the 2024, like the, the forecast. So you'll get to come and hang out with us throughout this live taping. And then once we're over, we're going to dive into workshop mode. You will have been there. You will have received this information. And then you can get really intentional about 2024. There'll be plenty of space for Q&A. Like it's just going to be a beautiful gathering together. All right. And tickets are only 11 bucks. So come join. And if you can't join live and you want to be there, whatever the case may be, you know, we will definitely be sending out the replay the next day. All right, next. (laughs) We are launching both Stevie and I. Stevie has joined me this year in creating the forecast toolkit. So for 2023, I did the Akashic forecast toolkit. This year, it it is an astrological and Akashic forecast toolkit freaking awesome. Like I would not go without this if I wasn't creating it. (laughs) That's for sure. We will be giving you information, of course, all about 2024, but then also you will receive updated information throughout the year at the beginning of every quarter. So there'll be more information coming about this. This is actually going to be released on Monday. So make sure you're on my email list and, um, and it'll be, it'll be available like moving forward. So, you know, no time crunch on there. Um, on the 28th of December, I am hosting the 2024 Akashic channeling and clearing circle. I'm going to be channeling for folks. I'm going to be opening up their Akashic records. I'm going to, we're going to go through a beautiful clearing and just really releasing anything that wants to go from 2023 before we step into 2024. It's a beautiful way to really wrap up the year. This is a limited seating event, and I believe only nine seats are left. So if you want to join, come on. It's only 44 bucks. And of course, the replay will be, you know, provided and everything else there. And then last but not least, I just want to offer up a teaser. 
to my upcoming series. It's a mini series. It's going to take place over three weeks. This is going to be my first sort of mini course that will be offered on a Sunday. So to my beautiful, beautiful listeners in Europe and, you know, who have been unable to attend because I've been hosting, you know, a lot of events in the evening times, this is going to be great. Um, But if you want to really, gosh, I'm going to wait to talk about this. It's called Our Ugly Parts. And I just have to tell you, this is probably, it's not probably, this is my most exciting offering that I have created yet this year. And this came up, this was actually downloaded to me last week. I got into an argument with my ex-partner, who I'm still currently living with, And something was said in the argument about, you know, he said, I see who you are. You know, I see what I see the core of you. And I very much in my wounding took that to mean there's something wrong with me that I am not a good person. And I went, I was, I went on a walk very quickly afterwards. I was on a hike and I was praying and crying and just offering myself up to God. You know, it's just like, I am a good person. I am a good person but I have ugly parts. And when I said ugly parts, it was like this whole download just dropped on me. The only other time that this happened like this was when I launched the Confidence Series back in 2022. But it was phenomenal. So many, first of all, everyone has ugly parts, right? And when I say ugly parts, this is like in hand quotations. We all have these parts of ourselves that you know, we know about. And so much of these parts of us are what prevent us from really loving ourselves and accepting who we are. And these parts serve a purpose. They're here to teach us something, to help us experience life in a particular way. So this is going to be a three-part meeting. We're going to be gathering to dive into these parts, to share these ugly parts, will be, um, I'll be channeling through the Akashic Records to help you understand these parts, and then we'll be clearing them out. So more information coming very soon. I cannot wait. All right. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> so many things happening. This is also, I should say, that the, the Ugly Parts is going to be launching in January, but I'm going to be opening up registration early for it. So just want to alert everyone, Okay. I think our first meeting is going to be on December 7th, but don't hold me to that because, you know, oh yeah, just don't hold me to it. (laughs) My brain's kind of all over the place right now. Hello, Neptune. But I would love to have you join us if it, if it resonates with you. It's, it's, yeah, I can't wait. Okay. 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 Let me bring myself back to center here. Light language. All right. So. Micaiah, let me introduce you to her. As I, as I, wow, let me start over. As a multimodal teacher and healer and spiritual psychotherapist from Aarhus, Denmark, Micaiah communicates through the universal language of light, delves into the depths of the Akashic records, and channels cosmic wisdom from various galactic beings and ascended masters. Her work is born within the heart and works through her on her mission to assist other souls and starseeds to awaken and activate and remember their divine essence and highest potential. 
Through sacred ceremony, she also offers permanent markings on the body with light code tattoos and service to you based on your highest intention. I cannot wait to introduce you to Micaiah. She is such a beautiful soul, someone I trust. I know her heart. And what is so incredible about her light language is that she, first of all, she's been a tattoo artist and her previous, like her, her tattoo artwork is phenomenal. Um, but now she is tattooing light language on people and sitting down with them in ceremony. And I'm like, girl, I am coming to Denmark. <laughs> this is something I would love. So some of the things that we kind of dive into today, we're going to talk about the voice of the infinite part of ourselves, we're going to be breaking down light language so that you can kind of better understand like what it is, what's going on. Micaiah really shares about her experiences with it, how it came forward for her, just the process in which she began channeling it. We're going to be talking about universal languages, you know, how varied light language is, how it's similar to speaking in tongues, the benefits of light language, you know, her tattooing process, opening yourself up. She's going to be kind of like, we, we, we dive into a little bit of like how you can kind of start working with this yourself if you're interested. And Micaiah is in process of creating a course to teach others how to begin channeling light language, which I will probably be signing up for because I'm just, yeah, I grew up uh, most of you know I grew up in a Christian home and I used to see my parents speaking in tongues when I was younger and I hadn't ever connected the two. Ah, it was such beautiful epiphany in this discussion. So without further ado, please enjoy, take a screenshot, share it with me on social media. Let me know how this resonated with you and I will see you on the other side. Welcome to the Soul Driven Podcast. I believe that when we invest in ourselves, the world benefits. If you are searching for meaning and purpose, if you are unsure about how to combine the spiritual with the everyday, if you are ready to uncover who you truly are, then you've come to the right place. The Soul Driven Podcast is dedicated to exploring the intersection of living a soulful and spiritual life in a driven and ambitious world. Join me for practical guidance, truthful discussions, and interviews with people who are successfully living a soul-driven life. My name is Anna Hendricks, spiritual guide, marketer, and your host. Thank you for being here. I can't believe it's been since 2020 when we saw each other and we were in, we were baby Akashic readers. <laughs> <laughs> It was the beginner course, right, that we took together? Yeah, it was. Yeah. Yeah. I remember in the class, like, um, of course, the class was small. And so I was checking everybody out. And then we had to do an activity where we had to read for others. And I was so yeah. scared to death because, you know, I was the CEO of a marketing agency at the time and I had like no background and I got paired with you and I was just like oh man I feel sorry for her I don't know what I'm going to be doing <laughs> oh and you were so good well that was the thing it was like and then I read for you and it like so aligned and that just gave me so much confidence and when I teach yeah. people you know like when I'm teaching my students now mm. um in my like little level two workshop I'm like come and read for people believe me like 
just throw yourself in because when you see that from a different perspective, you start having so much more confidence and, um, and you were so good as well when we read for each other. It was such a fun experience. But... <laughs> it was. <laughs> and I had already, I had looked at you in the, you know, the different squares and soon I was like, I really liked you. <laughs> it was such a, it was, um, it was such a unique experience for me. I mean, you had Reiki training and whatnot before then, right? Yeah, I think I was actually, I think I was already teaching back then. Yeah. Maybe. I'm not you've, sure, but, but yeah, been, I had that. Mm. Yeah, you've been you've been working with um, the metaphysical for a long time, I feel like, right? It, feel, it feels like a long time, but I mean, it depends on <laughs> what a long time is. <laughs> <laughs> well, nonetheless, I am very excited to dive into light language with you today. It was yeah. so cool to start seeing your shares about light language popping up on Instagram because this is a topic for me that I have been wanting to dive into for a while, but I was mm. waiting for the right person. And mm. I feel like there's a lot of like there's a lot of questions about light language in the spiritual community. I think that there's a lot of um, distrust. I think there's just a lot of confusion about what it is or like what it does or any of those kinds of things. So I know you, I trust you, you know, I, <laughs> I highly admire your work and all that you bring to the table. So it was just like, yes, I can dive into this <laughs> with Micaiah and learn all about the light language. Um, so I want to kind of start at the beginning of this with you. And just kind of kick things off with like, what was your first experience with light language? <clears throat> like where I saw it or, yeah, I remember I purchased a deck of cards one time and it had light codes on it. Mm. And um, just like it was a deck of cards with different other like paintings, but then small sections with light language and I just remember that I saw it and I was so intrigued because I don't know there was something about it and I looked it up on the internet and I couldn't really find anything about it and so I just um, forgot about it I guess and then the second time I was listening to a podcast and someone was speaking it and again, I felt it activated something within me. And then I forgot about it. <laughs> and then, yeah, so that was the first two experiences I've had hmm. with light language. Yeah, it's one of those, I feel like it pops up on the web quite often, especially these days. It's really yeah. starting to come more front and center. I think especially this past year. What yeah. is your your like personal definition of light language? Well, to me, light language when I speak it or write it, it feels like it feels like the voice of the infinite part of me. So to me it's like an expression of the soul of the infinite part of me through sound vibration and frequency then there's another layer to it because sometimes i feel that i'm channeling 
my higher self. But other times, I'm also channeling other beings. So it adds like an extra layer. But I guess that would be my definition. <laughs> so when when it comes through, because of course it is, I mean, it really sounds like it is in a completely different language. Do you know why it would it would be in such a different language if it's your higher self? No, but what, like for instance, if I channel Reiki or even the Akashic records for myself or other people, there is this, this, sometimes I can get this feeling of there is a knowing of something. And sometimes the energy that I'm perceiving in the records or in channelings or in light language, they don't, I have to somehow in my brain translate it into the, the language that I'm speaking. Mm-hmm. And it takes away some of the energetic um, information, mm-hmm. I feel like. Um, Jamie Price, which is another woman that I follow and listen to, and I took her foundational course, she says that it bypasses the conscious brain, but why it would be a different language, I don't know, but I feel it's like if when I do sound healings, for instance, there is so much information packed in one tone, and I feel like it's the same with the light language. And I feel that somehow, or at least I know that my brain would be disturbed if someone would go like in Danish blah, 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 to me and I would get confused. And for some reason, it's just easier for me to listen. Like when I listen to light language, I listen with my heart and my whole being rather than just listening to the words and trying to make sense of them. Yeah, that really, that, like just as you're talking, I'm thinking about how when we speak to one another in the same language, I know English is like not your first language. So mm. when we're speaking together, we're we're like thinking about what it means at the same time, right? Like there's mm. a couple of mechanisms going on versus just taking in what mm. is. And I yeah. know that like when when I'm channeling in the Akashic Records, it's such a 3D experience for me because I'm I'm literally having words channeling through me, but I'm also seeing things at the same time, right? And that sort yeah. of seeing what's happening, it's like I can get one image and understand like many layers deep about one concept, right? Exactly. And so I think that like just kind of what you're sharing with me, it's like I know that <laughs> English, you know, and, and our spoken word just in general um, is a bit clumsy, right? It feels like maybe sound and and visions, telepathy, whatever the case may be, is a much, much easier way to communicate. So I don't know if I'm making sense, but I feel like I'm understanding yes. what you're saying, right? It's like, yeah, it comes through in a different language. So then you're actually able to just take it in and listen with your whole body instead of just your ears, right? Is mm. that what you're? Mm. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. So um this course that you took, I'm just curious. Mm-hmm. So this was about light language? Yeah, it was a foundational course in light language. Nice. 
And they taught you kind of how to understand the language or just how to like get into a space where it would just come through? Yes, well, actually both. And it's like a foundational course where it's for people who will either have their light language activated already or they want to activate their their light language. Mm, okay. And I, yeah. And I was there because I had purchased her book. She was one of the... So, like, when first when light language came to me, I wasn't really sure of what it was. Mm -hmm. And so I just started researching the internet. And I stumbled upon Jamie Price, or I found her YouTube um, channel. And I saw that she wrote a book explaining about light language. And I got really curious about it because I didn't, I don't know anyone here who does the same. Um, <laughs> so I was like, oh, where can I go to find more information? And so I read her book and I really liked it. And I just saw that she was doing this foundational course and I thought it would be a good experience for me to just go deeper with it and just also to be in that community. Yeah. It's so helpful to, I mean, you and I, you know, did Akashic training together. I think with the more esoteric types of modalities, being in community is really helpful. So when did your own light language activate? Like, what was that experience like? So it came like in phases. And the first time that I got familiar with the energy, um, was I was out for a walk and I was walking by the sea and I had seen for my inner eye some coats in the sky hmm. and then it felt like my like my whole head was like it just my crown chakra was just like blasted open and all this cosmic energy was just coming down and going into my heart and just really expanding my heart space. And I saw the codes and that was it. And I was like, okay, so this happened and now what? And then a few days later, I was again out for a walk and I felt the energy coming and I was close to my home. And so I went back inside and I just had you know, this sense that I had to grab pen and paper. And so I did, and I just started writing, and then the quotes came through. Um, yeah. Did you know and what so, they meant? No, I didn't at the time. I just felt the energy. The energy was so intense. Hmm. And so the day after, I was like, okay, I want to, like, is it still there? And so I picked up a pen again and wrote in the same book and I did that for like 30 days and it just kept coming and it kept flowing and then a week or two weeks later I was on my way home from work and I felt the energy again and I just started speaking it hmm. yeah <laughs> on, my, on, on my way you know I was just passing this grocery shop <laughs> and I can just imagine 
Like, I was like, la, 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 la. <laughs> <laughs> passing people, but I couldn't, you know, I, I didn't want to stop it because I was like, happening. <laughs> Did you have any understanding of what you were channeling in that moment either? No, not at the time, just the energy. So at first, I think it was just the energy showing itself to me. Hmm. And then and then later, um, I would get, while I was speaking, and I would just let it flow when I was out for a walk or in the shower or wherever, if I was alone, just let it flow. And then I would get an understanding of what it meant hmm. or what the message was or what it was you know, talking about. Interesting. Very, yeah. Go ahead. Very similar to the records. Like when you read for a person in the record, right? It's like um, maybe someone, maybe the person is that you're reading for is saying something and then you just get this like sudden understanding and knowing of the whole thing. Oh man, I like have like 50 questions that are okay. wanting to come out Go at ahead. one time. <laughs> That's why I'm so oh, sorry for interrupting you. I will, I will, I will calm down because I'm like, okay, so it's so interesting to me. So I know that, I mean, you're a channel, like you channel a lot of different beings, um galactic beings also like ascended masters these types of things when this energy was coming over you did you have a sense of like what this energy was or was it just like energy i'm just curious yeah. well since i saw the codes i had like uh i thought that it was that but it was also, it was a different energy. It was a different energy than the Akashic Records and Reiki than hmm. when I channel other beings. So I also felt like I had to get to know it. Interesting. So what is this energy to you now then? Does it have a name or is it just, I'm just like, do you know where it comes from or? When I channel other beings, I kind of know where they come from because they will um present themselves to me or as i channel i will know it let's say the light language comes from my higher self where is my higher self located i don't know i know that i learned in jamie price's um course that at least the light language because we were showing our like drawings and she was like oh it was so nice to see the Pleiadian light language. So she recognized that what I wrote at that time was coming from the Pleiades. Hmm. And then the light language changed. But it's funny because I had a sense that it was coming from there. And you knew it was Pleiadian? Yeah, before, like she said it, I had the feeling that it was from there. Also because I'm feeling just in general when I do healings nowadays. I also work with different energies, but there's a lot of energy coming also from the Pleiades. Um, yeah. And then you said it shifted for you? Yeah, so now I am, at the moment, I'm working a lot with Syrian energy. So I think it can, yeah. So the codes that you are channeling through and or speaking are yeah. were in the past Pleiadian and now they're Syrian. 
and also Pleiadian. So it 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 kind of depends on what and where, I guess. Yeah. Um, I still feel a lot of Pleiadian energy coming through when I speak, but also Syrian, but also energy. The other day when I was out, I a transmission came through and that was both Atlantean and Lemurian, but also from ancient Egypt. Hmm. Got it. Okay. So my question is, I guess, um, so now that you, now you have an understanding when they're channeling things through, is that correct? So it's like, you know what you're speaking or what you're writing down. Yeah. Is it just like writing another language basically for you? In a way, yes, and in a way, no, because I feel I have to think a lot when I write in a real language, mm. whereas in when I do the light language codes, it's more like an, an intuitive flow, so it's channeling, so it's, it's flowing. I don't feel the same flow when I write Danish and English. It's like I have to think how to put the words together and how the word is spelled. Whereas when I channel light language, either through sound or codes, my hand will move yeah. and do everything. And I'll feel the energy and the same with the, with the speaking. Yeah. It sounds almost like automatic writing in a way. Yeah. You know? Except like just fully in tune with that channel that's flowing through. Mm. So for you then, the origins of light language is like higher self, Pleiadian, Syrian. Is it different for every person who channels light language? I think so. I think there's a lot of different definitions also on what it is. Yeah. I've heard some people, you know, say <clears throat> that it's a galactic language. Um, that also resonates with me because I also am in contact with different galactic beings. But I've even had the Ascended Masters come through also in light language. Hmm. So I think it's more like a, a frequency. But also, to me, I feel it's, it's like a universal language. Hmm. Why would you say that? Because, because I think I base it on frequency and I'm a human being, and my human being is speaking it. Even though it's a different, you can say it's a, like a galactic energy, but I'm the one transmitting it. Like, I don't know if it makes sense to you what I'm saying, but I think it's a, a frequency that, it's a universal frequency, so that means that we can, I believe that we can all tap into it. It doesn't mean necessarily that everyone is supposed to, or, it, or that it's in everyone's soul's journey to to do it. But it's it's there, like always, just like Reiki or the Akashic Records, or it's there. It doesn't mean that everyone maybe is supposed to access it. Yeah. This lifetime, you know, but... I think what, what comes to mind, like, is, like, when I think about it being a universal language, part of me gets really excited because it's like, oh... The universe would have like a universal language so that everyone could understand because there are so many different types of beings. So that kind of is 
is exciting for me. But then also as someone who has interacted with different light language online, you know, Mm. through other people, I feel like it's so varied. And I feel like there's honestly very, like I was sharing with you when I first reached out about doing this episode, I've seen a lot of light language and a lot of codes and I've heard it. And there is like a tiny handful of people whose light language actually resonates with me. Mm. And especially like the codes, um, like really like, you know, one or two people, very, very, very few. So I'm curious, you know, like what you think those differences are, because I don't want to say that like some are authentic and some are not, or some are, I'm sure that there is definitely variance because we're all human and we're all different in our own bodies, but like, I'm just curious, like, why? I guess I'm asking you three questions at one time. So let me back up. (laughs) (laughs) So I guess, like, first, like, as a universal language, why do you think it would be coming through so differently and feel so different, specifically because you mentioned, like, it being, like, a frequency, right? Mm. So I'm just curious what your thoughts are. Well, I think it comes down to to resonance. And can you ask your question again, please? <laughs> you're like, you've been talking a lot, and I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> I'm trying to understand why there is such a variety, mm. you know, that's out there. And why, yeah. and I guess my second part of my question with that is like, why do I only resonate with so little of it? Yeah. Well, I think we're all different channels, just like we're just all different and have different um, vibration, different frequency. And so I think it's only natural that you don't resonate with all light language, like you don't resonate with all people. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm. So in regards to the difference of like how it's channeled through what do you think that that is due to uh, the the difference uh, like the sound or the or what uh, yeah you... just like why it sounds so different person to person you know mm, mm. well i think it's kind of like the same like we're all different people with different backgrounds different uh, life history different like if I believe we all have our own frequency. Yeah. And so I guess that's why if it's the frequency that we're channeling, um, then it feels or sounds different. Just like even though you can go to different uh, Reiki practitioners, but even though, but the session will vary depending on, you know, the person channeling it for you or holding the space or, and I feel it's the same with the light language and also yeah that at least that's how i see it yeah i think my human brain is wanting to wrap one universal like my human brain is wanting to be like oh well if it's universal then it all should sound exactly the same or all should but of course it is moving through completely different channels and then Mm. different channels other different channels are then picking it up Mm. Um, 
there are some people, though. I'm sorry for interrupting. No, you're um, fine. There are some teachers out there who say that they channel many different dialects and that they can hear the difference yeah. in the different dialects. And I think that's definitely a possibility. Um, I think you could even feel it also. Like, because it feels different. The different things, the different energies feel different. I just, I haven't been speaking or listening to light language for long enough to, to be able to say, oh, this is, she's being Pleiadian. But some, some people say that they can hear the difference and they can even teach you the difference. Yeah. Yeah, that was like one of my next questions was the dialects, because I think that that's, I mean, it, it makes sense. Like you're saying at the beginning, like that you were originally channeling Pleiadian and then it switched to Syrian. And so I'm sure that those sound very different um, and or have different resonances to them. So I guess those would be the dialects then. And that's probably why I've heard a lot of different dialects. Hmm. Yeah, that would make read, sense. Yeah. I read an article one time where she said, I think it was written from someone who was in the Pentecostal church. And she would sometimes go to these, um, what is it called? Sunday ga gatherings? No. <laughs> Are you Sorry, talking about um, like speaking in tongues? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. She would, at least she, would, she, she says that she had been there and she was like, oh, this is Lyrian, this is Pleiadian, this is Syrian. Um, mm. And she could hear the difference. Hmm. Yeah, I grew up in a church That's where there was um, speaking of tongues. Both my parents yeah. used to when I was younger. Yeah. And I would always just kind of sit back and be in awe of them. And I asked them how they could do it. And they 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 didn't say like, I'm channeling, but that was, you mm. know, they didn't use those words, but that was basically what they were saying. And it was always very bizarre for me as a kid to see these people mm. like, because of course they would be very in a very deep like spiritual state usually when that would be happening. Like there would have been a lot of prayer happening, probably a lot of music, a lot of just, you know, really powerful energy in the space. So, all right, you're, you're landing the light language plane for me. I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, Oh, okay. Now I can understand a little <laughs> bit more. <laughs> um, so talk to me about the benefits of light language. Like why, why should people want to listen to light language? How can it help and assist them? I'm just curious. Yeah. Well, for me personally, um, I feel like whenever I, if I listen to some light language that I resonate with, or when I speak it myself, it uplifts my energy and it aligns my energy. And so to me, that is a very like healing experience, um, just to come into like be in tune with myself. Hmm. Are there any sort of like, I I've seen some light language folks talk about these enormous health benefits. Are you familiar with any of those or have you seen seen anything since you've been working with light language? Uh, um, no. Can you elaborate? 
And that's the new place. What, what kind of health benefits? Well, like people, you know, the, the chakras, of course, being aligned and then mm -hmm. that showing up as like better digestion and uh, last, less stagnation and fog in the mind and helping with like sleeping disorders and those mm. sorts of things. Mm. Ah, uh, I haven't heard about that, but it would definitely make sense to me that it could help with that. Why do you say that? Well, just because I believe that we're all made of energy. And if my energy is more aligned, the physical symptoms... I believe will lessen. Yeah, yeah. Well, sound healing is so powerful in and of itself. Exactly, exactly. And I also like I, I, I view light language also like a kind of sound healing. Yeah. Because it's frequency, and for me, light language can also just be a tone. It doesn't have to be a lot of words coming after one another. It can also be more like a tone, like when you do sound healing or when I do sound healing, I just hold one tone. What's it called in English? It's called toning. Toning. Mm -hmm. toning? Yeah. Yeah. I love toning. Yeah. <laughs> it's so nice. Yeah. And that you can also feel, you feel it just resonate and align. At least for me, it does. Yeah. I yeah. think I had shared that chakra toning meditation with you a couple of oh, years yeah. back. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. I do that I constantly. Like, yes. I love that one so much. With, um, what's his name? Jonathan. Yeah, he's done a lot of <laughs> Goldman, isn't it? Jonathan Goldman, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, mm. it's incredible. If anyone who's tuning in, feel free to hit me up. I'm happy to share it with you. Yeah. I... I give it to all my students and clients and yeah it's it's I think yeah. it's very very helpful very healing and I love the toning aspect of it and it's yeah. fast it's only like seven eight minutes yeah exactly. um, so the writing mm -hmm. talk to me about like the benefits of like how how do you feel when you see written light language like how does that translate to you because I know for me like and I had shared, um, there's there's one person I follow on Instagram. She has light language codes. She also speaks in light language sometimes in her, in her you know, reels or whatever. And it really resonates with me. Um, mm. I, I cannot, like every time she shares a code, like my entire body responds to it. It's really mm. powerful. Mm. Um, so I'm curious about what that process is. Like what's kind of happening? When I write it? Yeah. Or like when I see it? Yeah, either or, okay. all of the above. Yeah, both. <laughs> <laughs> so I feel like this surge of energy coming through me when I write it, but also I feel an activation when I see it, at least when I see some light codes that I resonate with. Are you able so to of... like translate them like or interpret them, I should say? Mm, not always, but some. Hmm. I'm able to feel the, the different frequency. But then again, I think that also varies from person to person because I view it as multi-layered. So depending on where I am on my own journey, I will resonate with different aspects of the light language. Interesting. So when you see someone else's light language that 
you're aligned with. Mm -hmm. Is it just that you feel the energy from it or do you know exactly what it's trying to say to you or like what it means? You know, like you would be reading like another language. Yeah. Well, I feel like what I'm reading is more the, yeah, like the energy. So for me, it's the feeling of it. And sometimes I may get a picture. Um, yeah. Interesting. Okay. So tattoos. You're a tattoo artist. Of course. <laughs> yes. <laughs> MG. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Micaiah is a manifesting generator, just like me, and she truly has yeah. so many interests. <laughs> it's very cool. You're, yeah. I, I loved looking at your tattoos before, and now they've taken on like a whole new life of their own in a way because they're incorporating this light language. Yes. So I'm so curious. Talk to me about why someone would want to have light language tattooed on them. Well, I feel it's the same like, you know what? I really don't know. <laughs> I really don't know. Well, uh, what can I say? It's just like the, these people, they just showed up and they wanted it. And I started to just post my transmissions for the day in from, like from my book when I when I was writing them every day and people just you know started asking if I could make a tattoo and I guess why would you get a light language tattoo because it is a very unique piece of art only for you and so what I do when I, when I make them, I make a ceremony. So it starts with them coming to me and then we have um, some time where we drink ceremonial cacao together and we just have a conversation and I tune into their energy and I ask them for what their intention is with the tattoo. And we have like a talk while I'm tuning into their energy. And then I ask them if they want the tattoo to have a, a certain intention for them. And then that's what I tune into when I, um, when I draw, when I draw it on their bodies. And yeah, then I have a crystal, um, which I will, um, like a quartz crystal, I will ask to hold the intention and transmit the energy into the skin while I'm tattooing. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Then I do a healing. Well, that's before I start uh, drawing. I just clear the space and give them a healing and tune into their energy and their higher selves and ask for permission to do what I'm going to do and yeah. Wow. I'm coming to the so Netherlands. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. That sounds amazing. <laughs> so I guess maybe that's why. Mm. I mean, I would want that as well. Yeah. yeah. Well, and... that feels so intentional. And then, of course, you're having someone channel something. Yeah. It feels a lot better than like a crocodile or like a, <laughs> a big gym or like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. And it also, like, the people that I've tattooed so far also, they've had, well, their feedback is, like, it's just been very moving, 
the way that they felt the change afterwards. And yeah, so I guess that's why. And you know, some people want light language healings and some people would like light language tattoos. Yeah. Cool. I really want one. <laughs> Bucket list. <laughs> yeah, you should come. Fly to the Netherlands. And then come bunk up with you. <laughs> <laughs> In Denmark. <laughs> Drink a cow. Oh my gosh. That's yeah. so amazing. So let's kind of I'm I'm curious for folks who might be like, okay, I I want to channel light language or I would like to start working with light language. Like yeah. First of all, do you believe, I, I mean, I think you already said this, so feel free to clarify me after, but mm-hmm. it sounds to me like, like the Akashic Records, you know, this is open to anyone who feels really drawn to it, you know, who's, yeah. who's ready to like open themselves up in this way. And so if that's the case, like what would you kind of recommend for folks to start inching their way in? I think to me, it's all about flow. So getting into a space where you feel like free and your heart is open, like if you like dancing, you know, intuitive dancing or intuitive singing or something like that. And just, you know, try to make some sounds, try to speak, let your hands move freely, let your whole body move freely. Let your pen move freely on paper. And I also really do think that, or I believe if if some part of you resonates with the light language, the light language healing or light language uh, drawings or paintings or art, then I believe that it's because it's good for you, you know? And if you feel drawn to a light language course, I also believe that it's because then you're supposed to speak it. Yeah. Or draw it or sing it or sign it. Yeah, you're you're like me. You like to nerd out on things. So like I think a course for <laughs> you know, for those who like really feel drawn to it would be a great way. Yeah. Because again, I think... I mean it's it's kind of it is an esoteric practice, like the Akashic Records. It's it's different than Reiki. And so I think that I like your I like your suggestion to really start kind of opening yourself up and just kind of I bet setting the intention, you know, and, and yeah. calling in your guides to maybe assist you for and sure. lead you. For sure. For sure. So Definitely. are there sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. So mm-hmm. are there any like implications for um you and I both know that in the energy world, they're not all good things, right? And we want to definitely be very mindful and discerning whenever opening ourselves up to energy. So mm-hmm. with light language, do people also need to be very discerning in this manner? Is there a way to ensure that whatever you're channeling through is in the highest and best? Or is it such a high frequency practice that that's not really something you're going to have to worry about too much? I'm just curious. That's a really good question. Well, for me, when I started using it more intentionally, I like I set the intentions from the beginning that the energies that came through would always and only have to be through my higher self and only the highest benevolent beings of light. So do you think it's I mean, possible I, if people aren't setting their intentions then? 
I don't know, but probably. I mean, I believe that one can attract so many different things. So, but anyway, before I do any of the work that I do, I always ask that it's for the highest good of all, the highest healing of the person, the highest healing of all. And that's just me personally, that I, I really like and love to set that intention. I, I am with you 100%. I mean, that's that's just like a no-brainer for me. Like if I'm opening myself up spiritually in any way, especially if I'm working with another person, I only want what's highest and best. I, you know, clear the space, protect the space, do yeah. all the things. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, you know, exactly. and I think like in regards to thinking about channeling light language myself, that would absolutely want to be part of that um, because – it's an unfamiliar territory to me, you know, like mm -hmm. any when I first started learning the Akashic Records, because it's the Akashic Records, you know, like, it's honestly the way I view it, it's like the safest place to be. You know, yeah. I, I still show up with my discernment, but it's not like, it's not like I'm channeling galactic beings, like that's a different ballgame, you know, like, you really have to be cautious there, I think. Um, but with light language, because it does seem to be more of, like you said, a galactic language, I would definitely want to make sure that I'm only opening myself up, you know, mm. to high vibrational in my highest and best, fully protected. Yes. <laughs> fully protected beings. Exactly. Um, so is there anything else about light language that you feel is important for people to know I think if you feel drawn to it, just do it and just keep doing it. And there will probably be some doubts, but it's going to be okay. You know, <laughs> just continue. I had, I did like, um, last time I was in Copenhagen, I had a light language activation session with a man there. And because he was, I was drawing some light language on uh, the wall. And he was just so connected to it in some way. And we did a session for him. And he was like, oh, I don't know if I can, you know, speak it. And I said, you know, just try, just draw, just do whatever. And he continued and slowly and like with all things, I think just keep practicing, just keep practicing. And there's a, there, there's a really, really nice um, documentary on Gaia TV that's called What is Light Language? And I, I think it's Ruben is his name, Ruben. I can't remember his last name, but, but he's speaking to a Japanese the light language speaker and translator and she said that uh, when she was being taught light language her teacher had told her that if you just keep practicing and it, like eventually you will if you have the intention to speak it or sing it or sign it or write it you will tap into the to the energy eventually yeah, yeah i bet it requires a lot of letting go you know yes. it's kind of like dancing you might have yeah. to look silly for a little bit <laughs> yeah. until you get into your, your groove. <laughs> and same with channeling, I think. Yeah, you mm -hmm. do, yeah, letting go for sure. Letting go. Yeah. 
Yeah. Letting go, letting go. <laughs> all right, all right, Miss Micaiah. So, <laughs> how can people like connect with you, get a hold of you? How can they work with you? I know you're doing these really cool lives on Instagram, which everyone should yeah. check out and attend. <laughs> but yeah, share with Thank us you. all the things. Yeah. So, I have two different Instagram accounts. So the one is for the like language and the healing and the other one is for the for the tattoos. So the one for the for the well the one for where I do the it's every other Sunday I do a live healing also with channeled messages and light language. And I also do my that that's how people can connect and that's called Makaya underscore moon. And there you can also find info on my light language activation sessions and healing sessions. And I'm working with Syrian guides at the moment to make uh, a light language course mm. for those. Yeah, it's That's going so to cool. be exciting. That's going to be exciting. <laughs> Um, and that I will update the info on that um, profile as well. And for the tattoos, it's Makaya underscore ocean. But there's a link to that on the Makaya. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. And Makaya is also an Akashic reader. And yes. So many things. Reiki master. I've had some of your yummy Reiki before. And yeah. yeah. So folks will definitely have to check you out there. Well, it has just yes. been wonderful to have you. Thank you so much for coming and being here oh, and thank you sharing so more about light language. I feel like I think that I have always been very skeptical about light language. And I think potentially it was just because I wasn't you know, picking up on those frequencies, whatever the case may be. And then of course, when I did come across, um, like the, the, the woman I had shared with you, like it fully resonated with me, but I didn't understand it. And so I really feel like you've helped, helped me to clear up so much of my confusion around it and kind of like being able to ground it more, you know, because, mm. and, and understand it from, I mean, with my background, if someone had just said, like, speaking in tongues, I would have been like, oh. <laughs> yeah. All right. I got it's it. Just, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's not, I mean, I grew up in a non-denominational church. Like, that's not the typical experience for most churchgoers. Like, definitely not. <laughs> no. <laughs> so, um, anyway, but thank you so much for being here. I really, really appreciate your time. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> it's just so nice to see you again i know i know yeah and we're gonna we're gonna nerd out on the akasha on oh another day. my god yes <laughs> for sure i'm looking so much forward to that i love 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 the akashic records yes yeah. me too me too and your work thank you for doing all that you're doing mm, yeah. no thank you we're we're rocking it out. We're we're making yeah. good use of our <laughs> of our trainings. <laughs> yes. 
All right. All right, folks. Thank you so much for being here, for spending your time with us. I would love to hear what takeaways you have, when, what insights, what new things that you learned. Hit me up on social media. All links will be in the show notes. You can find me everywhere at Anna Hendricks. Share it with a friend or someone who could benefit from it. And be sure to sign up and join my email list for podcast updates, resources, all the goodies. Sending you all so much love. And don't forget, when we invest in ourselves, the world benefits. Until next time.